Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? morning, boys and girls. I don't want to wake up either. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Connie and Fish Show. Christine and Steve here filling in again uh, while uh, Fish is off for the day. Mm-hmm. Kind of unwinding, which I would love to do right now. I- I- I've yawned so much already. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be struggle busting today. But appreciate the the texts, the messages we got yesterday from people saying, good job, kids. Yeah. I appreciate that, too, especially being called a child. <laughs> I know, right? It's so trippy, though, because uh, I'm wearing my senior high school senior sweatshirt. And it says class of 2006, and you reminded me 15 years Uh since I graduated high school this year. (laughs) What? It's 20 (laughs) for me. I feel your pain. What? (laughs) So weird. Yes. But anyway, to start off on a high note, we're going to do a Connie and Fish Rewind in just a minute here. But Steve... I want to know, how was your day yesterday? Well, first off, I want to say, to start off on a high note, I, I like how you talk about how we're going to do a Connie Fish Rewind, say, uh, suggesting that we're the low note. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still waking up here. I'm sorry. I slept crappy last night. It was one of those sleeps where you, you're you restless the entire time, even though you're sleeping. Oh, and yeah. And you just keep waking up, and then you look at the time, and you keep thinking you're late, even though it's still like, three something or whatever <laughs> worst sleep ever Ugh. so i'm trying to catch up here and i'm trying to drink my coffee i need your energy right now so right. send it over <laughs> i'll try to do that <laughs> so tell me how your day was uh my day was solid i had uh I, the one thing that was kind of annoying and has been annoying lately is charlotte has finally made it to the why phase of toddlerhood. oh no where I feel like every child gets to that phase no matter what why, Daddy? But why, Dad? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> why? And then, typical me, I try to over-explain everything. Of course so, you like, do. She was. I was trying to put her down for her nap yesterday. She was asking why she had to take a nap, and instead of just like the typical uh, because I said so. I'm like going into, well, your brain needs sleep. And then why, Daddy? I'm like, well, in order for your brain to function correctly, it needs to release chemicals. And then nobody is surprised by this. (laughs) Not one person is surprised you do that. But I love it. And then by the end of that, like, why loop? She had me stumped because I couldn't answer the question anymore because it's got too technical about the brain talk. And I'm like, I'm not a neuroscientist. I don't know. Did she drop it after that, or did she ask why you're not a neurosurgeon? Because, Charlotte, (laughs) it's time for bed. That is so funny. Uh, Anything else? No, that's about it. Yeah, (laughs) I I finally took down my Christmas decorations. Oh. Yeah, I did that. Uh, I mean, I still have to go home today and like vacuum and clean, Uh, but I did get all the decorations down. I, I took all the 
ornaments off the tree, but the tree's still up. Okay, so. is it a real tree or a fake tree? No, it's a fake four-foot tree with, oh, okay. that's pre-lit. Oh, it's as tall as you are. <laughs> it is. It really is. I call it a Christine-sized tree. It's perfect for me. <laughs> so I did that yesterday. Talked on the phone with a friend. Yes, people still talk on the phone. What? No, I text. <laughs> yeah, we had like a probably an hour and a half conversation. Yeah. That's far too long for me. <laughs> After what we learned yesterday about you just being completely okay, you know, yeah, with the, the hermit life, <laughs> uh-huh. of course. <laughs> That's too much for you. Too much human contact. Yes. And um, coming up in a bit, we're going to talk about, or we're going to... Let you know what today's text question of the day, that is if you haven't seen it on the Connie and Fish socials yet. But let's get into a Connie and Fish rewind right now. Dumb Belgian robbers. Yes, this is a fantastic story Fish found. And he speaks, or he does the story in Belgian, and then Connie translates for him. Okay, I can't wait to hear this. (laughs) Connie and Fish rewind on Mix 95.7. Here's a quote from a guy from Belgium. You ready? Okay. All right. It's just like it was a comedy. They're being called the worst robbers in the Belgium. I was hoping you'd what? do a voice. <laughs> this is what the guy said. It's just like a comedy. It's like a comedy. They're being the worst robbers in the Belgium. What happened? Uh, okay, so you want me to do it in that voice or just mine? No, just no. Okay, so. I can't understand it. Earlier this week, six guys go into an e-cigarette shop in Belgium. A what? An e-cigarette what? Shoppy. Shoppy. Uh, uh, oh, yes. S-H-O-P-P-E, right? In Belgium. A shoppy. Okay. okay, so I'll say it and then you repeat it. Okay. Earlier this week. Earlier this week. The six guys are going into an e-cigarette shop in Belgium. Six guys going into an e-cigarette shop in Belgium. They tried to rob the place. They tried to rob the place. So the owner said. So the owner said. Sorry. Sor- sorry. I don't have any money. I don't have any money. Aww. But if you come back at the end of the day at closing time, I'll have some for you. But if you come back <laughs> at the end of the day at closing time, I'll have some for you. And they believed him. And they believed him. So the shoe up. So the shop. No, they show up. They sh- oh, so they showed up at the five thirty p.m. At five thirty p.m. And he said he didn't close for an hour. <laughs> he didn't close for an hour. So they came back again at six thirty. <laughs> guys are idiots. And the cops so they are came waiting. Back at six thirty. And the cops are waiting. And the cops are waiting. Yeah, the cops are waiting. How dumb are these guys? The owner says it was like a comedy. They're being called the worst robbers in Belgium. <laughs> Connie and Fish, Christine and Steve here filling in for Fish while he is off. What's going on, Steve? Oh, you know, just getting all pumped up, ready to go. Let's do show. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So I just Googled if uh, Gabby Barrett has had her baby yet, and she still hasn't. She's been pregnant. I don't know if you like keep up with anything, no. Gabby Barrett. She's been pregnant forever. Forever. I'm not even kidding. And she still hasn't had her child. 20 month gestation period. Seriously. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. It's like that old Disney show. I think it was called Kyle XY or whatever. Anyway, your answer could be kids for the text question of the day. Okay. What do you own a ridiculous amount of? Oh. (laughs) I mean, I don't think you own children, but okay. (laughs) I mean, if you make them do work for you, sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. So that's. That's today's TQOTD. What do you own a ridiculous amount of? If you know me, you know my answer. Shoes. Yes, your answer is definitely shoes. My answer is definitely shoes. Much like Connie. However, the difference between Connie and I is Connie had all these, like, 
super cute high heels and different stuff like that. Now, I've got heels in my collection, but I'm a sneaker girl. Yeah, you are so a sneaker girl. That's, that's for sure. Wh- that's where my extensive shoe collection comes in. I love my sneakers. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to admit, I even have some that I've worn once or twice or never worn. And it's like, do I keep them? And save them for my kids since I wear a youth size, you know, when I have kids. Uh-huh. Or do I sell them? Keep them. Give yeah. them to your kids. That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, 100%. Easy answer. Yeah. All right, Steve, what is your answer? What do you own a ridiculous amount of? Uh, see, I was talking to Brittany about this last night, and I was like, uh, can you guess my answer? And then she just started listing off all these different things, and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, wow, I own a lot of crap, don't I? <laughs> So at first she's like, what about your little Warhammer figures? That's what I thought you might say. <clears throat> and I was like, yeah, I do own a lot of that. She goes, what about all your video game stuff, like your Game Boys and whatnot? I was like, yeah, I own a lot of that too. And she's like, what about all those old books you never look at? I'm, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, those Dungeons and Dragons books, Skylos too. So, But my answer is going to be Legos because I have a ridiculous amount of Legos. Steve, after all of that, just question, how uh-huh. old are you again? <laughs> Let me think about that. Pick up 38. Are you sure? Not just no, eight? No, I'm 37. 37. Not just seven? <laughs> I don't even know my own age. That is hilarious. I love that it's all like just a bunch of toys. Nerds, nerd toys. Yeah. yeah. But I like it. Uh, so what do you own a ridiculous amount of? You can weigh in. 6000957 or message us on the Mix 957 app. The text question of the day, what do you own a ridiculous amount of? We'll be doing that at 8:30. Connie and Fish with Christine and Steve filling in. Uh Fish has these next couple of days off, so yeah. Well, just today, he comes back tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's true. We're all true. back tomorrow for tomorrow. the 4-hour long dance party. Yes, uh, thank you Steve for reminding me. Another 4-hour dance party tomorrow. Yeah. And it'll never happen again after that. <laughs> never again. <laughs> it's <no>. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but we figured why not. Yes, so, exactly. So that's going to be tomorrow all day, 6 until we peace on out of here uh, later on. Anyway, we're going to do uh, Connie and Fish Rewind right now. And you never know when you need a good knock-knock joke. <laughs> and I think, Christine, you need a good one this morning. I do. I do need one. Uh, do you have a good one at the top of your head? Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Uh, Orange who? Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> Even though you're supposed to do the banana part in the beginning. Hopefully but. there's some better ones in this rewind <laughs> on are. Mix 95.7. Here we go, knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, wait. <laughs> Is it inappropriate? <laughs> We're not good at this, apparently. Uh, it's supposed to go knock, knock, who's there, too. Oh, yeah, I get it now. Knock, knock. <laughs> I'm reading these texts. Who's text there? Who's there? Bottom. Two. To who? No, it's to whom. <laughs> That's there a Steve is. joke. <laughs> all right, here we go. All. Knock knock. Who's there? I eat mop. I eat my poo. You do? You, <laughs> <Ew>, Connie. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Why would you say that? Connie eats her poo. <laughs> I eat my poo. <laughs> That's, actually, that might be my favorite. Oh, Those yeah. might be my favorite ones too. Knock knock. Who's there? Olive. Olive who? Olive you. I love you too. Okay, Aww. awkward. I love you too. Knock knock. Who's there? Cargo. Cargo who? Cargo beep beep. <laughs> it does go beep beep. 
That's informative and funny. It oh, is. Wait, hold on. This Hilarious. Is a, here's a non-knock-knock joke. Good morning to my three favorite morning peeps. My name is Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Hamburger. Hamburger. To texting and driving. I've been rear-ended twice within a year, and both the times the driver was on their phone. I hope you don't get rear-ended. Yeah. Right? Steve was hoping. Then, then I took it from him. The rear ending, I mean. Okay, uh, more <laughs> knock knocks. <laughs> don't, don't take the rear ending from me. <laughs> oh, this is from Christina, but Hi, not Christina. the one that's on next. Uh, somebody else. Well, that's Christine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Member of Click of Six. Is that her name? Christine. Oops. Our Christine? Yeah. Oh, the one it's that's. It's Christine. Oops. I'm calling Stop her the wrong it. name. You have not. No, Steve, I was kidding. Yeah, a duck, oh. a deer, and a, a duck, a deer, and a skunk went out to dinner one night. Okay. When it came time to pay, the deer didn't have a buck, the skunk didn't have a cent. So they put it on the duck's bill. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. All right. Uh, oh, man. Okay, I need to do this knock-knock joke to you. To me? Yep, knock-knock. Okay. Knock. Who's there? Interrupting starfish. Interrupting starfish who? Oh, before they finish, promptly place your palm on their face. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Ha! I, your palm. Yeah, interrupting. I don't wouldn't get that it. Be, wouldn't that be uh, you're going through a tunnel and you hit a tree or something? I don't know. Uh, well, because a starfish has five little appendages, so you would, like, put the starfish over their face. Oh, over like their whole nose. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? You. You who? You who, big summer blowout. <laughs> it's a Frozen <laughs> reference. Oh, that's for, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's just, I don't know that one. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Cow. Cow poo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. So dumb. <laughs> Steve, you got any more? Or am I going back to these texts? I uh, go back to the texts. Oh, oh uh, that oh. one about Michael Jackson, I can't read. Sorry, but that's really funny. Are I've people sending naughty ones? Yeah. It's funny. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? I smell mop. Nope, we got that already. <laughs> people keep wanting to say Who's there? Mikey. Mikey who? Mikey doesn't fit in the keyhole. Oh that's my why goodness. I'm knocking. My key. Oh, that's my why key you doesn't it. fit in the keyhole. Steve, knock, knock. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes the police. Open up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hide the stash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey there. Hey there. Oh. Of course, that's what you would say, Steve. Don't have to hide that stash anymore, though. No, because it's legal. <laughs> that was a good CNF Rewind. Yeah. Good, good pull right there. Thank you. Now that we learned some knock-knock jokes, let's learn some things, huh? Yeah. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did, what you, did you learn? All right, this is what we're learning. Steve, yes. this one surprised me. There are only 72 document, documented cases of identical quadruplets ever. Really? Uh, yeah. In the history of the world, wow. Yes, and there's a billions of people in this world, so for only 72 identical quadruplets ever. Quadruplets I guess, are pretty rare. Yeah. But, yeah. But, and especially identical. Uh-huh. So... I thought that was interesting. Only three of the number one NFL draft picks from the past 20 years have won a Super Bowl. Only three have won a Super Bowl. And Matthew Stafford that, was not one of them. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we'll be alive to see a Lions win? Nope. Definitely not. Mm-mm. <laughs>
So if you're curious who those number three or those three number one draft picks were, who have won a Super Bowl, yeah. Eli Manning twice okay. with the Giants, Eric Fisher with the Chiefs, that was last year, and David Carr with the Giants in 2012, but it even play in the game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Approximately 2% of people have a gene that makes it so their armpits don't smell even without deodorant. I am not one of those 2%, I am proud to say. How about you? Um, No, I'm not a smelly person, but I definitely don't have that gene. Like, I still wear deodorants. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, isn't there a gene like what you suffer from with clammy hands? It's called hyperhidrosis. <laughs> yes, and they're yes. currently sweating in a crazy amount right now. Really? Yeah. For what? Is it too warm or just because? Just, I mean... It, it, if I get even the slightest nerves, and since, I mean, Fish isn't here today and we're just doing this solo. <laughs> so uh, you're sweating? Yep, I'm sweating. Great. Now I'm about to sweat because you're <laughs> making me nervous. <laughs> the first speeding ticket was given out in 1899 in Manhattan to a cab driver who was going. Can you guess how many miles per hour? I'll say 25. That's actually a pretty good guess, but no. Oh. Slower than that. <laughs> Twenty. <laughs> he was going twelve miles per hour <laughs> in an eight-mile zone. <laughs> an eight-mile zone. Huh. How fast? I don't know if you know this, since you're Mister Know-It-All. How fast did were like the miles per hour on cars? What was the fastest they could well, go to? What year was this? 1899. It was probably a horse and carriage. I'm assuming, right? I don't know when was when did the Model T come out? Wasn't it oh, after the Model that? T was, the Model T was after that. Yeah. I, there were cars in 1899, but I don't think there was taxis. So I, I think it was probably a carriage. It was probably <laughs> You're pull over yeah, a by horse. galloping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and finally, for what we learned today, ad time for the series finale of Mash in 1983 costs more than ad time for the Super Bowl that year. Wow. Yeah. That's still one of the most watched. It is one of the most watched. I think, I think it might be the most watched TV show ever. Yeah, I. So it's like fifty some million or something. I've never ever seen an episode of Mash. When I was when I was a kid, it would come on at like Nick at Night or whatever it was. TV Land. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, this this looks boring. <laughs> it was a funny show. I mean, it was one of those shows that had a lot of humor in it, but also a lot of seriousness too, because it was about the Korean War. But it was 106 million people watched that episode. That is crazy. Yeah. Now you are learned for today. Yay! Connie and Fish with Christine and Steve. Fish is off today, so you get. Day two of the Christine and Steve show. Yeah, uh, we were told not to call it that. Yeah, well. It's Connie and Fish. <laughs> <laughs> I got a message from someone on my Instagram yesterday. I think they were listening to the podcast. Uh-huh. And they sent me a bunch of laughing, crying emojis. Just listen to the Christine and Steve show. And I'll, <laughs> I haven't responded yet because it was a little late. So I didn't want to get into a conversation. Right. But I, I can't tell if the laughing, crying emojis were a compliment or or not. <laughs> All right, well, I had a radio friend who listened to it yesterday, and he messaged me. He goes, it was different, but it was good. <laughs> so. Okay, then. <laughs> they should have just had us work from home. Or right? should have just kept us home. So, Steve, I know like when the pandemic started there for a while, what was it like? 120 some days you connie and fish were working from home march through september pretty much that's insane that's a long time now i did the work from home for a little bit but i was still coming into the studio like two days a week it 
just to kind of get in my zone. I hate working from home. Yeah, I so do I. hate it. I get nothing done. Too many distractions. Exactly. <laughs> Especially now that I, I, have, I have two children running yeah. around. As soon as, because um, Brittany was on maternity leave for some of it, and then another part of it, her store was closed, too. Oh, yeah. So she was home, so she could help out and, and do stuff. But yeah. When she went back to work, and then essentially as soon as the show was done, I would go upstairs because I would be broadcasting from the basement. Yeah. Uh, Brittany would hand off the kids to me, and then I would then have to figure out how I'm going to do another like three to four hours of work, of work throughout the day while I'm juggling children. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine that. Kudos to you, and kudos to you if you're listening, and you've been working from home with kids. Yeah. My cat's enough. <laughs> okay, so Steve, you and I are in the minority of people who don't like working from home. Okay. 67% of people love working from home. They say they've been more productive working from home, not less. Really? Yeah, the main reasons, more family time keeps them motivated, no commute, fewer interruptions, and a better work-life balance. And uh, the study also found that 41% of people say they work fewer hours a week now that they have been so much more efficiently working from home. Oh, look at that. So I, fancy. I completely disagree. I don't know if it's like because of maybe what we do, if that makes a difference. I don't know. Well, then again, Rob, who does afternoons, he loves it. I mean, if you told him you can... you. Gave him a remote work. I mean, hey, he might do it for free. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> but I'm curious what the click of six has to say. Like, what do you think about working from home? Have you been more productive or less productive? Six triple zero ninety five seven. You can call, text, or message on the Mix ninety five seven app. And coming up in maybe five six minutes, we're going to do another Connie and Fish rewind on Mix ninety five seven. Connie and Fish on Mix 95.7 with Christine and Steve today. So just a couple minutes ago, we were talking about working from home. 67% of people say they're more productive at working from home. Steve and I hate it. Everything <laughs> takes longer for me when I'm at home. Yeah, I, I for me too. And it's because I'm not in my zone. And also, I'm a people person. I got to see faces. I, got, I need human interaction. I get too antsy. Right. But we have a lot of people messaging in. Um, Rhonda messaged on the app. She said, I totally agree with the both of you on working from home. I hate it. Been doing it since March 23rd, and I can't wait to go back to the office. I work way more hours because every single thing I do is harder, much like you just said, Steve. Exactly. It's like because I have to remote into these computers here, and so I wonder if she's in a similar situation to where, like, when you remote into a computer, it runs slower, and everything you do on it is a little bit slower. So it's like, oh, my God. We've had a couple teachers message in. Shout out to the teachers. So underappreciated. Uh, someone said, I'm a teacher working from home is not productive or effective. Oh, I can imagine. Wow. Yeah. I And trying to get everyone to pay attention in a classroom is hard enough. So, like, trying to do it online, that, mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, we also got a message saying, I process healthcare claims easily could be done from home. Well, aren't you lucky? <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, Jackie text in her. Jackie text in and say, brew. I had to homeschool That's five kids while working. And she said, brew. Bruh. I had to homeschool five kids while working from home. It sucks. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. Um, I hated 
loathed working from home. I always wanted to keep working on things because it was right there. It took up my whole dinner table. So glad I'm back at the office. Working from home sucks. As a teacher, it puts you on the clock 24-7. I was constantly getting emails asking about assignments because kids are so unmotivated over all of this that they skip online meetings, never check the communication platforms, and do as little as possible. Again, shout out to the teachers. For the most part, it sounds like most people agree with you and Yeah, no kidding. Except uh, Jesse, she said, I love working from home. Or it could be a guy. I'm sorry. Jesse is a unisex name. I love working from home. I'm absolutely more productive, and I absolutely have a better work-life balance. I do miss my coworkers sometimes, but I go in once a week. I get to see them, and that's enough for me. I'm jealous of (laughs) Jesse. I know. Jesse out here living her best life while the rest of us in the click of six are like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. None no, take us back to home. work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have another Connie and Fish Rewind coming up after Mood on Mix 95.7. Christine and Steve here for the Connie and Fish show. Fish is off today. Oh, just want to remind you, tomorrow, if you haven't heard yet, all day dance party once again. Right, Steve? Yes, indeed. Four-hour dance party kicking mm-hmm. it off at 6, last until 10. Yep. So if there's a song you want to hear to get you going tomorrow or... To get you through the day, then to the weekend, you can always message us and let us know the song you want to hear. Yeah, we'll definitely. get that on for you. All right. Now, we have another Connie and Fish Rewind. First, we did some hilarious knock-knock jokes. Now, we got hilarious words. What is this about? Okay. So, in this one, uh, Connie asked us if there's any specific words that would just make us crack up. And we had a real hard time figuring those out until Steve came along and got with the potty humor. Of course he did. (laughs) Here's another Connie and Fish Rewind on Mix 95.7. I have a question for you two nerds, as well as members of the clique of six people that actually listen to this show. Okay, Uh what is your question? Is there a word, a word that you can say on our show, is there a word that someone can say to you or that you, like when someone says it, for some reason you can't stop laughing, whether you said it or somebody else said it? Because listen to this from the news bloopers, right? Okay. This is the best news bloopers <clears throat> of the month type deal. Mm-hmm. Take a listen to this. You have to be really careful out there. You do. We've had sex con- six rather consecutive days of <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That was a Freudian slip, but we're going to pretend like we didn't hear it. <laughs> You can lose it now. Listen, it's cold outside. That's what I have to say, Tony. And it's not raining. That's the good news. Um, freeze warnings in effect. <laughs> really? It's so cold. Listen, it's going to be chilly. <laughs> Tony, I believe you. But the cost for her services range from $7,500 to $30,000. But it could be worth it. She has an 80% success rate. Oh, that's pretty good. 80% sex rate. Success. So, oh, oh, Freudian slip. Success rate. Yikes. Is this the same show? Different. Hello, Internet. No. That's going on there. Yeah. And they knew they were going to be trending on that one. They knew they were going to trend for sure. So for some reason, they shifted that word. Yeah, it's- I was thinking while I was listening to that, there is no word that every time somebody says the word that I can think of. They what like- about pianist? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no. He did that in his what movie about when people say doo-doo? 
Steve liked anything Doo-doo involving. Doo-doo does kind of make me Doo-doo giggle. Gets, <laughs> Doo-doo giggles? Is that like Doo-doo giggles? Doo-doo. Yeah, that does. <laughs> That's my rap name, Doo-doo giggles. Did that you know that? That does kind of make me giggle. That was my rap name back in high school no, when I was in a rap up. band. It was not. Yep, it was called the rap band. You and I was Doo-doo giggles? Doo-doo giggles was my name. <laughs> so is there a word that when you say, when, when you hear the word, you laugh? I think doo-doo is really funny. <laughs> I, I do like doo-doo. I love doo-doo. I, I mean, it oh. is. You know, I hate I to sound Steve like a bore. I think it a little yeah, too especially much. especially when people, like, don't realize they just said it. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. I do that when I'm talking, and I'll say something I do like... Do I do do that. <laughs> you do do. <laughs> she do do. She do do just then. See that? I mean, it is kind of fun. There is that word that if we could say it, you know, doo-doo would be it. I can't think of another one. That, you know, but anything, Steve, anything... Re- Revolving the bathroom with Steve seems to make oh, him. Oh, he loves giggle. potty humor. Yeah, I mean, we don't <laughs> need to. Best. He I'm does. Not, I love. I like potty humor too, but I don't even think I like it as much as. But doo doo giggles is funny. Yeah. Doo doo giggles is solid. Yeah. We don't need to dig deeper into your potty humor, by the way, bro. No offense. <laughs> I like if people say butt man too. Like but when they say man. butt, comma man. Like if if they have but a man. thought. Yeah. I'm like, how you said butt man. So, <laughs> butt man. I can't. That's where I was really confused. I was like, Steve, like, who are you hanging but out man. with? It's like Howard Stern's fart man or something. All right. <laughs> All right, for a butt man. Butt man. <laughs> I'm here to save the day. Listen to how much he cracks up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say I want. The maturity level of this show is astounding. I want to say Your I, eyes are watering. Yeah. You know, you want to say you want some of what he's having, but we no. know what he's having. Yeah, yeah. we already know. No. That, that, that's, that's at night. Scotty and Fish with Christine and Steve here. Fish is out today doing his thing. Steve and I are in here doing our thing. And uh, Steve... So next Wednesday, the 20th, Joe Biden is getting inaugurated. Yes. And it is turning into a celebrity fest. Really? Yeah. So celebrities that are going to be, I don't know if that are going to be appearing. Uh, you mentioned Tom Hanks is going to be hosting a special. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he'll be hosting a special, but some performers include Justin Timberlake, Demi Lovato, just announced this morning, Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez also performing, oh, wow. yeah, at the inauguration. Your favorite Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> bon Jovi does all the music. Ever. Yeah, it's Demi Lovato. No, it's it's Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do want to watch that inauguration, it's happening next Wednesday at noon. That's January twentieth. But I think even better than. All of this, all doesn't matter about the celebrities. What I love is that this Sunday, the 17th, Joe and Jill Biden's dog, Major, is getting an indauguration. Oh, really? How flippin' cute is that? That's, he's the first rescue dog he at is. the White House, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. First rescue dog at the White House. So Major is going to get his own inauguration ceremony. It's happening this Sunday, hosted by the Delaware Humane Association. And the event is going to raise money for other rescue dogs who are looking for their forever homes. Aww. Isn't that super that cute? I think that's more exciting than the actual inauguration. I'm all about the, the inauguration. <laughs> We've got a rando texto coming up around 740. This is one of my fave Demi Lovato songs on mix. Connie and Fish with Steve and Christine in the studio. Christine and Steve, I'm the one talking right now. I got right billing. <laughs> 
Look at that. I know. Moving up in the world. <laughs> You're not just an intern anymore. No. <laughs> so, Steve, we have a rando today that I got in after yesterday's rando. So just a quick refresher. Uh, a woman just didn't use enough tact with her mother-in-law. She was a little too honest with her mother-in-law in regarding a gift. Right. So then I got a message from a brother in pain who may have been... I don't know, a little too honest himself. I don't know. I think people are just sensitive, but we'll find out. OMG. When you text me that, I said, oh, well. You mad? All right. Over the weekend at a gathering, I noticed my wife's friend was wearing a new Fitbit. I asked her if she had completed all 10,000 of her steps for the day. Later, she told my wife that she was offended by the comment because... I was insinuating that she is overweight. My wife was mad that I would even ask and said, you know, she is struggling with the weight that she has gained. Do you think what I said was offensive? I'm going to have to say it's not offensive, but it was dumb to say. I would I would never ask someone if they completed their 10,000 steps. No. I don't think this guy did anything wrong. Really? No, I don't. I mean, he asked if she really completed the 10,000 steps. I'm not... I, I'm not like reading between the lines or I don't think there was any hidden message. I don't think he's trying to say, you're fat. You didn't walk the 10,000 steps. I don't think there's I don't think he was being malicious. I think he was just legit asking. Do you really? I mean, for real, for all those who have a Fitbit, do you actually walk all 10,000 steps? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I'm asking if you're fat. I think if she took it that offensively, that must be something personally within her. See, but at the same time, that's like saying if someone's wearing a sweatband, you can walk up to them and be like, did you exercise today? I mean, in today's world, lots of people wear sweat clothes and aren't exercising. See, exactly. <laughs> so I, I just think it was a really dumb thing to say. I, I, I agree with you. I don't think it was a malicious thing, but the dude's a moron. Like, you, you don't go and start asking people about their exercise routines at parties. Well, then don't wear a damn Fitbit. But how are you supposed to count your steps? I, I just, I mean, it's people are going to talk about. I just feel like it's a topic of conversation. It's a thing. Don't mm, get offended. Nope. nope. I the don't know. The dude's in the wrong. He needs to go apologize. I, I, I feel like you're just disagreeing just to be like fish right now. No. <laughs> I, I honestly think this. I think the dude's dumb for, doing, for saying this. I would never, ever ask about anybody's weight or exercise routine or uh, their how they eat or anything like that. I would never comment to that type of stuff. So you think he should apologize to her? Yes, I think he should apologize to her. I mean, I don't think it's necessary, but if it severely hurt her feelings, then he should just be like, hey, look, my wife told me you were upset. I I legit meant no harm by it, but I apologize. Exactly. Even though I think he did absolutely nothing wrong. But what do you, the click of six, think? Help this guy out. Call, text, message on the app. Connie and Fish with Christine and Steve here. We are doing a rando right now. Hold on. Let's bring this up. There we go. Oh, well. All right. So this woman is mad. Well, a brother in pain emailed. He was at a gathering over the weekend, said to his friend's wife, he noticed that she has a Fitbit. Hey, did you complete all 10,000 of your steps? She took it very offensively. And told his wife, like, he's insinuating I'm fat. And he's like, I 
didn't mean it that way. He said, do you think what I said was offensive? And we are blowing up, Steve. Yes, we are. We are blowing up. So many people have opinions on this. But I'm going to go straight to the phone right now. Jen is on the line, and all I see on the call screen is no. Jen, no what? <laughs> you got to Is she not on? The call. Oh, there we go. There Jen, we go. can you hear me now? Yes. All right, Jen, what Steve just wrote, no. No what? Do you agree with myself? Do you agree with Steve? <laughs> I agree with you. No, I agree with you 100%. I think it's ridiculous. We're also going to save your waist friend at a party. I mean, I think men don't always think clearly. I mean, it was kind of like a dumb, like, hey, did you get your steps down? Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like, hey, I mean, I guess women might be like, is that a new fit there? Oh, how's it working? But she obviously has issues with her weight and is feeling self-secure. And so she totally took it the wrong way. And then, you know, you're the wife. So you're like, you hurt her feelings. And I mean, I guess if he wants to keep mama happy at home. Yeah. Maybe you should say something. <laughs> like happy how you wife, happy life. For, for Steve to be like, I would never. Like, are you serious? I would never. You, you never. at t- no, no, what? no, no. You're never going to ask no. about exercising to a woman. I'm, I, I've i learned that no, the hard I can way. Care he less. was not. He was like, hey, do you get your steps in? Conversation piece. You see, she's Thank you. Person. Maybe he Thank had a matching you. one. He should have, like, busted his out. Like, I did. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See, but then she'd be like, I bet you got your 10,000 steps in. But that's a her problem. That's a her he problem. He could totally tell her the story of sitting in his car, like moving his arms really fast to get his steps in. You can do that. <laughs> there you go. Jen, you are a very oh, smart thank woman. You. Thank you for uh, calling in with that. And Steve, what's going on on the socials? Because we're blowing up on the text program. Uh, no one agrees with me. <laughs> Not offensive at all. Sounds like she is overly sensitive. Uh, LOL, no, people are just getting offended by everything these days. No, that French has stopped being so damn sensitive. Uh, No, you see a tracker, you think 10,000 steps. The only one that is even close is uh, somebody says, I would find it offensive. I don't use my watch as a step counter. I use it to track my sleep since the step counter is inaccurate for someone who is using their hands, brushing and uh, combing dogs. Yeah, but people don't assume that when they see a Fitbit or like they're thinking you're doing it for steps. So on the straight out the gate, Steve is dumb for thinking this guy is dumb. Apparently (laughs) that's what the click of six thinks. Don't apologize. It's not his fault. She is such a sensitive Sally. People with Apple watches ask each other about their steps all the time uh hey so i myself own a fitbit and also suffer from being a little overweight and struggle to motivate myself to exercise and yes i do accomplish ten thousand steps however not all the time but i would never find someone asking me about my steps as i own the fitbit for that very thing and i think this woman needs to get over herself and not be offended by something so stupid uh the ten thousand is the standard goal a fitbit comes with he did nothing wrong it wasn't personal, just a way of starting a conversation. Would this guy be in this amount of heat if it was an extremely fit person? I feel this girl is just lacking in the self-confidence area. He didn't say, hope you got your 10,000 steps in. Looks like Christmas added some pounds to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is way worse. <laughs> uh, for the most part, Steve, I mean, I'm going through this. Nobody agrees with you. I know. I, I, I like this one on social media. It says, fat girl here. Personally, I don't think it's offensive. Wearing a Fitbit means you're uh, counting your steps. He didn't ask what she ate that day. He was just striking up a conversation. Yeah. 
And I think that's a good point right there. That is a good point. And someone else said, too, we're, we got so many messages, so I lost it. But someone did say, I'm a fatty, and that's why I got a foot <laughs> So there you go, brother in pain. If you're listening right now, all in all, you did Just nothing. Just apologize. You did nothing wrong. <laughs> I, I don't even think he needs to apologize, but... Again, I mean, as if you do Jen, apologize, don't buy a cake for her. She might find that offensive. <laughs> what if he bought her a carrot cake? <laughs> Would she still be offended? <laughs> Maybe. That says, a vegetarian cake? I don't know. And in frosting it written on it, it says, did you do your 10,000 steps? <laughs> oh, man. All in all, if you're going to apologize, maybe just to keep the wife at wife happy just so she doesn't have to hear it from her friends. Yeah. So. Anyway, dude, you did nothing wrong. And also, coming up, 8.30, don't forget, text question of the day, what do you own a ridiculous amount of? Coming up, 8.30 on Mix 95.7. Connie and Fish with Christine and Steve in the studio. Uh, Management gave Fish off these past couple of days, so... So you can unwind, and we're still here. Yeah. Taking care of business. Tomorrow, four-hour-long dance party. So plan for that. And if there's a song you want to hear, feel free to message us with that. Text question of the day coming up at 830. What do you own a ridiculous amount of? Um, Now, I want to talk about this. We're not getting political here. Right. We're not Not a political show at all. But we are... um, at this point of the pandemic where people are getting vaccinated. Um, so Lending Tree did a survey and found that over 80% of people are planning to do something huge after they get vaccinated. Can you guess what this huge stuff is? I'm going to guess it's probably a trip of some sort. Yeah, vacation is definitely one of them. But the other thing is, is a nice dinner out. <laughs> Which is funny because normally it's like, going to dinner that's not a huge deal but like with everything we've gone through that is a huge deal now yeah that's definitely something that i would like to do because i haven't done that in a long time yeah i it's been it's been a why i know even longer for you because you haven't even gone out anywhere no you don't have any contact with people nope nope try not to do that we even didn't do carry out or like fast food or anything up until relatively recently yeah yeah you were being extra cautious i was one of those people like i was still ordering takeout but i was one of those people that i'd come home from the grocery store and i'd wipe all my groceries we did the same thing yeah we did that we don't do that anymore though say me i would wipe all my packages down because you know but yeah 82% of people are planning to do something big after they get the vaccine. Uh, The survey also found that the top things we've splurged on during the pandemic. Now, have you splurged on anything? Um, we did a lot of ice cream during the summer. (laughs) Uh, I love that that's what what your splurge was. was. That was our big splurge, I guess. I'm trying to think, did I splurge? I would say if there's anything I splurged on, I don't think I spent more money. Maybe getting, maybe door dashing, honestly. Maybe something like that. Well, actually, we we bought a bunch of, we ordered a bunch of toys for Charlotte, too, just because we felt bad. Because she wasn't going to daycare anymore, and she wasn't really getting much personal interaction, so we were trying to get, like, puzzles and games for her and stuff to play. 
30% of people paid for grocery delivery. These are things that people splurged on during the pandemic. 12% paid to fly first class as someone who has flown first class once before. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I recommend the splurge, especially if the prices are low. <laughs> I've never done it. Look at you, fancy Christine. I know, right? And 12% uh, have bought workout equipment for their home. That's the big splurges during the pandemic. If you bought something or you spent a lot of money on something during the pandemic, let us know. 6000957. You can also message on the Mix957 app. And coming up after Taylor Swift, we're going to do a Connie and Fish Rewind, and I'm afraid to even ask. It's next on Mix957. Connie and Fish with Christine and Steve in the studio. Just a couple minutes ago, we were talking about splurges people made during the pandemic. Um, I did think of uh, one that I that I did kind of splurge on beauty okay. products. Even okay. though I wasn't like going out, but I um, your OnlyFans of- account. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I get it was it. specifically yeah. for that. I needed I needed smooth face for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I did buy a lot of like face masks and I did a lot of at-home spas, if you will. Candace messaged on the app and said, "We we remodeled our kitchen. That was our big splurge." That nice. is that is a big splurge right there. Um right now, we are about to do a Connie and Fish rewind. How to eat a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Really, Steve? And this is like, this is legit. This is, oh, I forget. I wish I knew the name of this. It's like the National Sausage and Hot Dog oh, Foundation okay, or something. Yeah. Actually issued the correct amount of uh, bites that need to be taken uh, to eat a hot dog to where it's not offensive to the person that made the hot dog. So one bite and done is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Find out the right way to eat Is a hot dog. Is that how you eat it? <laughs> Find out the right way to eat a hot dog right now with the Scotty and Fish Rewind. Okay, I want you guys to think for a minute. Okay. Fish and Steve. Mm-hmm. When you eat a hot dog. Okay. A regular hot dog. Yeah. Just a regular one. All right. Not a brat, not a sausage. Straight not, up dog. Just a regular dog. Boom. Baseball game dog. How Got many it. bites does it take you to eat it? And everybody do this. Think in your head how many bites it takes you to eat a hot dog. I thought you were about to say, how many legs does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pulp? No. Uh, How many bites does it take you to eat a regular hot dog? I'd probably say like six. I was going to say four to five. Well, then there's, and yeah, it's a, it's, I mean, it's a good dog. It's your average hot dog, she said. It, it's not Just one of them regular hot dogs. Yeah, it's not. Regular hot dog. Hopefully with no crunch. Yeah. She doesn't <laughs> no like the crunch. crunch. She doesn't Ugh. like the, the shell crunch. Oh, I love the snap. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. That's so gross. Okay, so I'm going to say four to five. You said what, six, Steve? Mm-hmm. Connie, how many bites did you instinctively think? It took to eat a hot dog because I'm assuming about five. Five, okay. Maybe six if I'm trying to be dainty. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. If you're being a Thanks, lady, Connie. Now I'm the dainty hot dog eater. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that your? Wasn't that your nickname in elementary school? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I wasn't gonna point it out. Isn't that what the guys in <laughs> gym called you? In, in I wouldn't high be school. surprised if people start calling me that again now. The dainty hot dog eater. Hey, dainty hot dog eater. Nice to see you. So I thought this was really funny because I saw you know what the National Hot Dog Council is, right? Yes. And the Sausage Council. I know that the Sausage Council, I didn't think we could talk about them before 10 in the morning, but anyway. Yes, we can. uh, I know the National Hot Dog Council was the one that everybody (laughs) talked about last year because we talked about hot dog sandwich. Right. Yeah. Whether or not it's a sandwich. Yeah. So 
the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council okay. say they say that it is bad etiquette if you eat a hot dog in anything more than five bites. Boom. So not only are you a dainty hot dog <laughs> eater, it's bad etiquette. You got bad etiquette, dog. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, nice. Supposed to be eaten, well, it, it doesn't say you can't do it in last. I mean, technically you could do it in two, three, four, you know. If you, you do it in one, God bless you. Yeah, I was going to say, if you, <laughs> you need a hot talent, yeah. represent, represent yeah. hamburger. So they say it's bad etiquette to eat a hot dog in, more, in anything more than five. So six and up. Okay. Six. Bad etiquette. Did you know that? No, huh. and I did not know. Dainty hot dog eater. I also, <laughs> we got a text. Uh, we got a text from somebody that said five bites. Steve is a dainty hot <laughs> dog eater. Steve, Steve is a dainty hot dog eater. It takes Brittany like seven or eight bites. So Ooh, she's, she's like really extra dainty. dainty. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> At least you can do it in two. Uh- <laughs> Mix 95.7, Connie and Fish, Christine and Steve in the studio. It's 8.30. Time for today's. Text question of the day. Yay! What do you own a ridiculous amount of? Me? It's not even, I don't even think about it. Shoes. And specifically sneakers. That's my thing. Yes. Steve, what was your answer? Mine was everything, but uh, my wife told me to um, just say one thing. So Legos. Legos <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right. So we got some great responses off the bat. Now, normally I keep you anonymous, but I got to read Shannon's response because it's so <laughs> true. She's like, Christine, you know my answer. It's cats. But who really owns a cat? LOL. Truth. Right. They own you. Exactly. <laughs> so today's text question of the day what do you own a ridiculous amount of purses flip-flops and yetis socks i keep buying new ones because i can't find the others (laughs) the dryer (laughs) is eating them that's why (laughs) zippo lighters yarn shoes especially keens i think those are ones like you'd buy at like rei or something like that Uh, Baseball cards, thousands of them. Disc golf discs, 150-ish. And fun socks, about 35 pairs. I'm just going to go ahead and assume that's a stoner. (laughs) Because the disc golf (laughs) gets Disc golf, yes, and all the socks. Stoners have a thing for socks, too. I love socks. (laughs) Sharpies. There's absolutely no reason for anyone to have as many as I do. Worst part is, I don't even use them all that much. But if I see a new set, I have to buy it. (laughs) I seriously have a Sharpie problem. Oh, man. Unread books. I keep buying them with full intention of reading them, but it is taking forever to get around to it. I have a bunch of books I haven't read either. Tools, enough to fill my garage and a 14-foot enclosed trailer. It's a tie between my yarn stash and my non-perishable food items. I see a deal, I stock up, but it's not like those couponers on TV, she made sure to say. (laughs) (laughs) My fiancé always makes fun of me because I have an obscene amount of underwear. Victoria's Secret has their 10 for sale, and I take full advantage of it. Girl! I feel you. I recently had to buy um, drawer organizers just so I can organize my underwear, like because of all the deals from Pink and Victoria's Secret. So I had to. I mean, how do you organize them? Well, they're like, they're like, I don't even know how to explain it, but they come in like, there's like little circles. There's like maybe 10 little circles and then you fill them with your underwear or socks or whatever you do. You you roll them up into a little. Yes, yep, yep, exactly. Uh, Someone else, underwear and shoes. I could go two months without wearing the same pair twice. Uh, Is she talking about underwear or shoes? (laughs) (laughs) Just both. She said both. She's talking about both. (laughs) So today's text question of the day. What do you own a ridiculous amount of? Blankets, kitchen towels, flip-flops, and blankets. (laughs) That's how much blankets she owns. Makeup. 
uh, one of my, well, that's different, paper crafts. I buy with the intentions of working on them, and then I get too busy. Glasses. I'm up to my ninth pair. Same prescription, and I can't stop buying oh, them. Oh, wow. I know. And glasses ain't cheap. No. Lip balm. I lose them constantly. Buy more and find them later. Yup, that's me with lip balm and lighters. <laughs> <laughs> Hair clips. Eyeshadow. I have 430 eyeshadow palettes. Holy wow. crap. Are there girl? that many colors of eyeshadow? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many palettes. I mean, I thought I had a lot. 430 is crazy. So today's text question of the day. What do you own a ridiculous amount of? And let's go into the top five-ish. Top five-ish. Top five-ish of yeah. the text question of the day. What do you own a ridiculous amount of? Bottles of wine. I'm a collector and I have around 350 bottles right now. Wow. I'm assuming some of those are probably expensive too, so that's a hefty amount of money yeah. you got sitting there. I mean, if you want to get rid of one, <laughs> saying. <laughs> I have six dogs, Rascal, Lefty, Brody, Gator, Thelma, and Libby. It's true what they say. There ain't nothing like a hound dog. <laughs> right? Wow. Shoes, purses, wallets, but also tons of paper for crafts, fabric for sewing, yarn for knitting, crochet, buttons, thread, ribbon. I just realized I'm a hoarder of craft supplies. <laughs> you know, I was thinking the same thing as I was reading this. I was going to say our text question of the day today, what do you own a ridiculous amount of? It's probably... Uh, spinning around a lot of people's minds now and they're going, am I a hoarder? Do I hoard? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I think this made us realize that we all are, we all have hoarding in ourselves. Vintage women's handkerchiefs. Love the intricate embroidery and the printed ones too. I really like that one. <laughs> I just thought it was neat. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. I know. I like the lacy ones. Uh, not underwear, right? <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> So we're in the top five-ish of today's text question of the day. What do you own a ridiculous amount of? Number two, just cleaned out my closet only to discover I own, owned 19 white tank tops and 16 pink tank tops. <laughs> just randomly. That is so random. <laughs> I love it. Number one. Number one. Number one. Text question of the day. What do you own a ridiculous amount of? Kids. <laughs> what? I have nine. Wow. Nine children. I struggle with two. I can't even <laughs> imagine nine children. So, of course, I, ha I had to make that number one yeah. of what do you own a ridiculous amount of. That's the text question of the day for today, and we'll have all the answers posted up on the website. Yes, we will. And our free app, Mix 95.7. Connie and Fish, Christine and Steve in the studio. Fish had these past couple of days off, and we're still running things per use, right, Steve? Yep, but he will be back tomorrow for a four-hour-long dance party, uh -huh. kicking off the show and lasting through the entirety of it. That should be fun. We need that to go into the weekend, so that, that'll be good. And, Steve, did you know Betty White is turning 99 years old on Sunday. Aww, I love Betty White. Who doesn't love right? Betty White? You gotta be, you gotta be scum to not love <laughs> Betty White. Just I'm straight sorry. up, you gotta be scum. <laughs> <laughs> she is the sweetest woman ever. And she's turning 99 this Sunday. She did an interview with People Magazine and they asked her the secret to a long life. And it doesn't include booze, or tobacco, or, uh, <laughs> you know, or anything fun, or apparently. Or any of that stuff. Well, it is fun. She said, 
that the secret is to have a great sense of humor, which she already has one. Yeah, she does. She said, have a great sense of humor and don't take yourself too seriously. You also can't lie to yourself, you know? Yeah. It's just that you got to be true to who you are. And I think that says a lot about Betty White and her living such a long life. So happy birthday on yeah, Sunday birthday to one of the on greatest. Sunday. And a fun fact, did you know she's also older than Mickey Mouse? What? That's crazy. <laughs> I just Googled when was Mickey Mouse created? 1928. So technically this year he's, what, 93 years old, something like that. Betty White's turning 99. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah. I wonder, though, what sweet, sweet Betty White would have to say about naughty Mickey, who is appearing in this next Connie and Fish Rewind. Uh-oh, I bet she would love him. <laughs> well, one mickey is coming up now on this Connie and Fish Rewind, Mix 95.7. Connie and I are always willing to help out with the kids, you know. So we've decided that what we're going to do is babysit your children. No. Uh, what we're going to do. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Uh, that would actually be pretty hilarious. Yeah, never going to happen. You know, I, no, I, the only reason I'm saying it like that is because I know our new guy, our interim guy, Doug, listening. is. Oh, there it is. Cutting fish babysitting service. Oh, Let's send him out. Let's have him go out and we'll have him babysit You'd think people. we wouldn't know what we were doing, but I started babysitting my neighbor growing up when I was 11. Yeah. He was seven weeks old. My parents couldn't believe Oofta that they were leaving Augusta. me with him. But I babysat him until he didn't need a babysitter anymore. See, you could get it done. I made a lot of money off that family because I babysat like three days a week. So that's some sweet cash. Hours. Yeah. And your parents were pretty much friends with all the people that lived in your neighborhood. Yeah. and everything. So they probably paid you extra well because they don't want you to start complaining. They don't get... No, no, they were good. It was good. So it was Dis- all good. Disney wants to help you make your kids fall asleep. So what are they doing? They set up the Disney Sleep Hotline. I don't know if you've heard of this at all. So if your kid is having trouble sleeping, you call the hotline? Yep, and uh, this is absolutely no joke. Here's the greeting. This is real. All right. Welcome to Disney Store's Sleep Shop Hotline. To help you add a bit of magic to your little one's nighttime routine. And then you can choose which character you want. Now, I have three samples Mm. for you. Okay. Here's Donald Duck. So Donald's going to help your kid fall asleep with that voice. And by the way, Donald sounds hammered. (laughs) It's the quality. Yeah, and then there's the creepy neighbor voice. I mean, I'm sorry, Goofy. I'll be there. I'm Goofy. How about you? (laughs) My pal Mickey and I sure had a fun day today. We went fishing and had lunch, and then we played some basketball. Connie! Hi, Al. Here you go. Here's Mickey. Let's see if Mickey wakes you up. You ready? It's me. Now, then there's the Mickey button. You can push a button with Mickey for wives that can't sleep. Here, hold on to me. Get that. Oh, you're looking pretty good there, lady. <laughs> Why don't you just close your eyes? And oh, who was that previous Mickey? That guy's an imposter. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Just call that Disney hotline. Yeah, let me smack that booty there, lady. <laughs> Okay, Mickey. It sure is great. Uh, oh, boy. It's the smack, nasty smack, Mickey. Smack, smack, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, hope you like that, lady. Oh, yeah, this is just $10.99 a minute. 
Tani and Fish with Christine and Steve in the studio. Uh, Fish has had these couple of days off. Tomorrow for our dance party. Yeah. Get ready for that. We've gotten in some requests so far, so we'll make sure to get that on for you tomorrow. Um, Steve, your real name is Steven, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Where are we going with this? So, do you? Is there a name like you? Do you prefer Steve, or do you? Or do you like when people call you Steven? I like calling you Steven. Steven. I don't know. I I think most people call me Steve, so I'm more used to Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Steven seems a little bit formal for me. Yeah. So Anne Heche was on uh, the Jimmy Fallon show, and she went into this (laughs) whole thing. She's like, let's spill the tea about my name. Stop calling me Anne. And she's like, please call me Annie. And she said um, that she doesn't like the name Anne because she feels like when people call her Anne, um, she's in trouble for something because it reminds her of when she was younger and her mom, like she was in trouble for something. Her mom would be like, Anne. So she says, I prefer everyone to call me Annie. Stop calling me Anne. Wait, you mean Anne Hathaway? What did I say? Anne Hayes. Oh, my bad. Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? Anne Hathaway. Sorry, I'm getting my no, Anne's no, no, mixed you're fine, up. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. That, Anne that's, Hathaway. She that's wants to be called Annie. Crazy. Did you read the full story of it on, on like why she is called Anne? Uh, tell me. So when she was, I think it was 12. When she was 12, she had to go get her uh, screen, screen Actors Guild uh, card, uh-huh. whatever, to join the union. Yeah. And they asked her what her name was then. And so she put that down then, and then she's regretted it ever since. For, she's like, why? Ask- yeah, she's like, why do you ask a 12-year-old what they want their stage name to be? Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, she's like, everyone, please call me Annie. Now, for me, Christine... I prefer that my good friends call me Teen or Steen for short. I've had some people try and call me Chrissy. I'm like, do I look oh, like a Chrissy? I love Chrissy. No. Oh, Chrissy. No, never call me Chrissy. How about Chris Chris? <laughs> no, even Chris. I it's like it's weird. There are some people who have tried to call me Chris as well. I'm like, nah. Christine, Steen, Teen. I don't Steen just sounds like stain. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I'll call you Christine now because your sweaters are always stained. Please don't. Please don't. I'm moving on before you start other nicknames that I don't appreciate. So here's Ed. I don't think he goes by Edward Sheeran. It's, it's just Edward Sheeran, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie Sheeran with his new song. This is Afterglow on Mix 95.7. I just read the most random thing about Kesha, Steve. What was that? She was born with a tail. Aw, Kesha. Kind of like, but she got it removed when she Kinda was like young. You? No, not like oh. me, you weirdo. <laughs> I don't have a tail. Oh. I was going to say like in the movie Shallow Hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so weird, but yeah, I guess if you're into that, you can Google it on your own time. If you're into that, okay. Yeah, if you're into, people are into weird stuff, uh, Steve, so... Come on. (laughs) Including cryptocurrencies. Yeah. So yesterday we were talking about this guy who has two more password attempts before he gets locked out of his bitcoins forever. And what was it? What did we find out? He had like $238 million worth of bitcoin. That's insane. So there hasn't been an update as if he's figured out his password, but it's like basically... He'll be locked out forever because of the hard drive that has the Bitcoins or something like that. He can't get the password. So it's this convoluted thing. And this guy's going to be out of a bunch of money or, I don't know, fake money. I, I 
I'm still trying to wrap my head around this Bitcoin thing. Steve, do you have an update? I don't have an update for him specifically, but Business Insider posted an article just the other day, too, after that article came out that said that there's roughly $140 billion worth of Bitcoin that is inaccessible right now. It's about one-fifth of all of the Bitcoin out there people have forgot passwords for, lost hard drives for. And now that I'm thinking about it, I actually mined some Bitcoin probably like 20 years ago, and I had like maybe one ten thousandth of a Bitcoin that I had mined. And so that's probably worth like $3, but I have no idea how to access that. I mean, I can tell you as a radio DJ, you need that $3. I do need that $3. Like right now, (laughs) I got bills. I hope you find that password so you can get your whole $3. Coming up after Gabby Baird and Charlie Puth, another Connie and Fish Rewind on Mix 95.7. Christine and Steve here with the Connie and Fish show. Fish has been out these past couple of days. Four-hour-long dance party tomorrow. Get ready for that. But right now, we're about to do a Connie and Fish rewind titled Bad Song Lyrics. Are these legit songs? So here's what it is. is We were listening. I forget what song we were listening to, but Fish came out of that song saying that those were pretty dumb lyrics. Mm. And then he threw Black Eyed Peas under the bus saying that they're really bad songwriters. They, they make good beats, but they're really bad songwriters. So let me go through a bunch of bad song li- Other songs that have really bad and dumb lyrics. It's funny you bring up Black Eyed Peas because we're going to play them in maybe 15, 20 minutes. But let's hear about these bad song lyrics on this Connie and Fish Rewind on Mix 95.7. So I was looking up some lyrics for different songs, right? Okay. And I come up with a theory. What's your theory, Fish? The Black Eyed Peas as a whole with Fergie, back in the day with Fergie, yeah. not new Black Eyed Peas without, right? Mm-hmm. Really as a whole are not good music writers. For example, <laughs> now I want you to think about this. I did some, uh, I, did, I did a little my bit of work humps, here. My lovely lady lumps. Yeah. Check, Check it, it out. out. All right, that's funny that you said that because that is on my list. Take a listen. Here we okay. go. My hump, my hump, my hump. Right. Check it out. Here's another one. Okay, I have a theory. Okay. The better the beat and the more upbeat the beat, the worse you don't have to have good lyrics. For example, maybe you don't have to. This one. I'm sold three thousand and eight. You sold two thousand and late. Yeah. I'll teach you. I'm so three thousand and eight. You so two thousand and late. Yeah. Okay, what Bird. about this one? Knee deep in the hoopla, sinking in your flight in your fight. We got too many runways eating up the night. Is that a good lyric? Mm, I mean, Here, I'm, I'm indifferent. This will probably come in pretty hot. Here you go. Okay. Knee deep in the hoopla, uh, sinking in your fight. Good beat. Is that really what it is? Too I think you might be right. No, I think the Black Eyed Peas have a little better beat than this song. Okay, what about this my one? My accordion plays a mumble. I got it in your head. Listen <laughs> to the radio. Don't you remember? We built this city. Make sure you say city right. Built this city. Um, Because my southern accent Rock sounded weird. Roll. What about this? Uh, What about this one? She had dumps like a truck. Truck, truck. No. Stupid. Stupid lyric? Yeah. Had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Yeah, it's stupid. I but love it's the song. It's a great song. Yeah. It's a great song. But again, 
the faster, more upbeat the song. You don't have to have meaningful lyrics. I, it's, that's, it that's, is that a piano man, me. for God's sake. Okay. <laughs> that's the Billy Joel. <laughs> hey, yes. now, you can, now you get to watch her leave out the window. Song, Mr. Piano Man. Okay. Now it's you get to watch song. her leave out the window. Guess why they call it, I guess that's why they call it window pane. That is brilliant, deep, and insightful. Tell say me it again. Wait, yeah, say it again. Say it again. Now you get to... It's going to make me cry. It's okay. so good. All right. Now you get to watch her leave out the window. I know I, this song. I guess that's why they call it window pain. No. Oh, my Is that like LFO or something? Some... You get to watch her leave out the window. Guess that's why oh, they it's call Eminem. it Eminem. Yep. Boom. Just going to stand in love while you see that is a Did good writer. Did you see the video yesterday online of Eric Church? I think it was Eric Church. I don't know. I'm not a country fan. Some country dude right. who was in Detroit oh. playing a show, I think, over the weekend, and he tried to sing Eminem. In Detroit? Yeah. In Detroit? Yeah, it was a nod to Michiganders. He also sang Bob Seger. That's better. People said that he just... Slaughtered Eminem, but I guess that's why you live. And apparently, I don't know. I think he somebody I saw somebody said that he had like uh, he had a glass of whiskey or something, and he did it did it as a shot and said, "God help me," and then went into an Eminem song. Good for him. <laughs> okay, now I respect that. Getting ready to call it a day. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, though, we will be back. Oops, wrong one. Sorry, wrong one. That's the one I meant to play. Yep. <laughs> uh, tomorrow we'll be back with a four-hour dance party. Kicking it off at the beginning of the show, lasting the entirety of the show. Yeah. And uh, before we get out of here, I thought this was something really cool. We have a local chef who's going to appear on... Supermarket Stakeout, which is a Food Network show next week. Okay. Yeah, That's it's really cool. cool. I don't know if you've ever seen Supermarket Stakeout. I actually was binging it over the weekend. But basically, um, there's three chefs, and they're outside of a grocery store. They have their station set up. Yeah. And they have, they're given cash, and they have to get people who are coming out of the grocery store, convince them to give them their groceries that they just bought. So really? that with what's in that bag, they have to cook whatever is that theme. Huh, that's cool. It's a really cool game show. So, or, um, uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of a game show. Where can you watch it? It's going to be on the Food Network next Tuesday, the 19th, and it's Chef Jennifer Fillenworth. She's the executive chef at Root Pharmacy Cafe in East Hills. So, Supermarket Stakeout, she'll be on it uh, next Tuesday. Keep a lookout for that, and if yeah. you want to read more about it, Mix957GR.com or on the Mix957 app. As for us, we are out of here, boys and girls. Bye, everybody. Bye. Tomorrow, four-hour dance party. Fish will be back, and have a great day. Oh, we still got to check our Powerball numbers. Oh, we do. Yeah, if you don't hear me on the throwback lunch, you know why. <laughs> Have a good one. All up in your face, radio. Check out the dynamic duo. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 